something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning USA. Yo 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 that's right. <laughs> and today is also International Women's Day. Yay. Yay. Drop a bomb for all the women out there. Why y'all don't have the day off? Ain't you supposed to have the day off on your days? No, I only got four days, which y'all ain't about to miss a day. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm here to represent the women. That's how we're going to do there that. There you go. Yeah. How you feeling? I feel good. You was here early, early. Because I got a lot of rest yesterday. Jesus. I had a whole nap. I was, people was trying to get me out in the streets, and I said, uh-uh, uh-uh, this 4 a.m. don't play. And I got up real early. She got here five oh five. Not that early, wasn't it? That was like five, ten minutes after that. Hour. I said, Jesus. Portia was trending all day yesterday from what I heard. Ooh, I was told. I was for, to- what? for what? Which one? Why? Who uh, said that? Uh-uh. I don't re- I think it, I think it was the Tamron Hall comments, I think. But that was it in Kenya. I think. I no, it yeah, I, it was, was it? it was that. No, because y'all didn't post King until like later that night. Uh-huh. And then that went up. So yeah, we double, we double went up double yesterday. Down. Yeah, there we you did. go. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Lonnie Love re- said something to you. Y'all got me up here running my mouth. <laughs> That's the point. It's well, a radio show. Well, you know, she show. had to give her testimony, so I just said, amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're going to talk about that in the rumors. Yes. And then we got uh, Tammy Roman and Remy Ma joining us. They got a new movie, Girl in the Closet. We're going to kick it with them as well. Yes. Okay. And now is Angela Rod joining us this morning? She is for Front Page News. That's right. Yes. So women all around us this morning. Let's get the show cracking. Uh, Front Page News is next. Don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Portia Williams, our co-host, our guest co-host this morning. And it's time for Front Page News. Good morning, Miss Rod. Good morning. So the Women's History Month newsmaker this today is Jennifer McClellan, who is sworn in as the first black woman to represent Virginia in the United States Congress. She's replacing Donald McEachin, who succumbed to colorectal cancer, and she won a special election to represent the Virginia uh, 4th Congressional District. She's said to be the first black woman from Virginia, the birthplace of both American democracy and American slavery and massive resistance is poetic justice. Mm. So shout out to Jennifer. Trouble food bombs for Jennifer. And we also have, uh, this is a sad story. I'm sure you all have been following um, the kidnapping at a Mexican border city on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, four Americans were kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Two only survived. They were abduct- abducted at gunpoint in what appears to be a mistaken identity case. The alleged Mexican cartel mistook the four victims as Haitian drug smugglers, according to United States officials. Mm -hmm. Shahid Woodard and Zendel Brown have been found deceased. Eric Williams, who was shot twice in one leg and one time in the other, and Latavia Washington McGee, who is a mother of six, both survived and are now being treated in a United States hospital. It's being reported that the group crossed the border from Brownsville, Texas, for medical procedures. Mm. The kidnapping, of course, puts the southern border security issues um, right back in the crosshairs, um, especially escalating the tension around the folks who have been battling around what best practices we have for securing the southern border. But I do want to remind you, they did cross the border. I wonder were they targeting uh, like 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 people? Or were they looking for a specific set of Haitian drug smugglers, or just anybody that they thought was Haitian drug smugglers was going to get it? I heard they've That's been warring now. I heard they they it's been heavy gunfire over there and, and going back and forth. So they probably were just wrong place, wrong time. And dang. And why'd they kill two and let the other two survive? Like, how'd the other two get away? Like, that's, that, this is a strange, sad story. That is. And had they had the procedures already or not? I don't know. No, Mm-mm. they oh, okay. had not had any procedures. That part I know. The other mm-hmm. two questions that NVN Lenard raised, I don't know the answer to. Mm. Um, but I know that we'll continue to follow the case and we'll certainly keep their families in our prayers. That is a traumatic incident for those that did not survive and those that did. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Wow, so we, sad. We have one more. Um, There's 17 fire and police personnel who have now been charged in connection with the deadly beating of Tyree Nichols. You all, of course, are aware of that case from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, Four fire department personnel were charged. Three of the employees were fired and one was suspended. Additionally, 13 police um, employees, not just officers, were charged as a result of the city's investigation. Charges against two of the police employees have been dismissed. Seven were fired, three suspended, and one retired before the hearing could take place. More information will actually be released today in this case, along with 20 hours of video and audio associated with the January 7th deadly incident. 
We know Tyree was just 29 years old. May mm-hmm. he rest in power and may the police stop killing us. So Absolutely. he's just going to retire and keep his benefits. That's right. He had to get that pension. You're not, you're not about to fire me and cause me to lose my pension. Mm. And as long as the laws are on the books that allow mm-hmm. police to escape accountability, whether mm-hmm. we're talking about the local, the state, or the federal level, they'll continue to do just that. Mm-hmm. And they'll continue to get away with killing us. Where did qualified immunity play into all of this? Angela? Well, that's just the thing, right? In Memphis, we know that uh, qualified immunity has been challenged on the federal level. Still, that bill, that George Floyd Justice and Policing bill, has not been passed. Earlier this year, right around um, the Tyree Nichols killing, there was conversations at play. Mm -hmm. And you heard um, Senator Tim Scott, who sits on the Republican side of the uh, aisle, that any bill related to qualified immunity challenging these same principles would be dead on arrival in the United States Senate, even with uh, the Republicans not having the majority. That, of course, does not apply to what happens on the local and state level. But let me remind you, this is Tennessee. Mm. All right. Well, that is front page news and some quick sports. I just want to tell you, Daniel Jones, Giants quarterback, he signed a $160 million contract. What a waste yesterday. of money. Uh, what a waste deal, of money. And uh, they placed uh, what a waste of money. Saquon Barkley on the franchise tag. That means he gets a guaranteed $10 million. And uh, they have until July 17th to work out a long-term deal with Saquon. They gave that mediocre-ass quarterback $163 million but through Saquon $10 million. Yeah. I mean, I know Saquon's getting up in age a little bit, but damn. And I think they should have gave Saquon a lot more. Yes. But- uh, Daniel Jones had a great year, so I Man, guess they're basing sucks. it off. Of, uh, oh, he had a great year last year. Mediocre. He had a great year last year. Mediocre. Way better than Dak. Mediocre. All right. He did not have a better season than Dak. You gonna sit here and just tell a lie like that? Yes. You would. Mm-hmm. You a white man, bro. Portia told you you was a white man yesterday. Here you go saying that a mediocre. Saying here you go saying a mediocre white quarterback had a better season. Had a better season than Dak Prescott. Yes, I heard you loud and clear. She did. All right. Hell, he did not have a better season than Dak Prescott. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred. 585-1051 If you need to vent You can call us up right now And get it off your chest 800-585-1051 Miss Rye We'll see you next hour It's The Breakfast Club Good morning <laughs> The Breakfast Club It's a new day This is your time To get it off your chest Wake, wake up Whether you're mad Or blessed It's time to get up And get something Call up now 800-585-1051 We want to hear from you On The Breakfast Club Hello Who's this? Yo, hey, it's DJ from Cleveland. DJ from Cleveland, what up? Get it off your chest. What up, DJ? What up, man? Hey, what up, what up? Charlemagne, first thing first, Charlemagne, man. Get me throughout the day, man. I'm telling you, you got the end. Keep it up, bro. Love, King. Appreciate that. No doubt. Hey, Envy, man, you used to be my boy, man. I still got love for you, but I don't like the way you did Donnell Rawlins, man, when he was on the show and made that man put the money up talking about spell that word, spell that word. Why you do my man like that, man? Yeah, no, for people that don't know, I, I bet Donnell Rollins, I think, $100 that he couldn't uh, pronounce a word right or something like that or couldn't spell a word, and he couldn't. Uh, me and Donnell go way back. We started morning radio with each other a long time ago with Miss Jones, and we used to have those type of games. But Donnell's the homie. I'm tired of you giving things context, and oh. you don't even know how to use the word context. <laughs> Shut you, up. you want to clown yeah, Donnell. taking words out of character. That's exactly. my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happens sometimes. I got into a fight with context, and I lost. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Hey, what's going on? What's going on, man? It's me, Sonny, man. Nice to meet you guys. What's going on? Morning. Get it off your chest. 
right, listen, man. You're not going to play my boy Daniel Jones like that. I just want to break down the contract so that way you get a better understanding. Of well, before we do, I just want to say Daniel Jones <laughs> did have a better season. His rating was higher than Dak Prescott's. Uh, man, stop lying. Why I'm you looking at right lying? now. No, listen, listen, listen. Yards. No yeah, 3,200 yards. Dak no. had 28 yards. Dak had 15 interceptions. Daniel Jones only had five. Yes, he had a better season. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Check the stats. I just looked it no, up. No, he didn't. Solomon. 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 Yes. You tell me. Listen, Solomon. Can you tell me? Can you tell me what what uh, wide receiver was Daniel Jones throwing to? Just name one. Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham no play for the Giants. <laughs> okay, man. Mike. Back to my point. This man, and I call him a brother because he got legs of fire. You see what I'm saying? This this brother was able to make it to the playoffs without any no-name wide receivers. In fact, their number one wide receiver was picked up in the middle of the season. You, you, act, so like, you, you, act, really you act like you act like Dak had a plethora of wide receivers to throw to. Like, C.D. Lamb is cool. He's really good, right? Inconsistent sometimes, right? but really good. But other than that, who do we got? Right. That's not the point. Uh, uh, Dak Prescott has an entire. Look, have you seen Dak Prescott's offensive line? Daniel Jones still our, has. Our offensive line offensive was hurt. Line. Our offensive you line was hurt a lot this year. Girls, girls, girls. Football season is coming back in a couple of months, so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh, rehash this conversation exactly. in a couple of months. Exactly. So what I really wanted to say was that hundred and forty. That hundred and forty million. You see what I'm saying? That hundred and forty million. Only eighty-two million is guaranteed, meaning that over a span of four years, Daniel Jones can get about twenty something million. So gotcha. even though the contract sounds high, the guaranteed money is. You know what I mean? It's 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 not. Okay. So thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, MV? What's up, Trav? Charlamagne, what's up, Sean? Trav, what up, sis? Uh, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Listen, y'all got somebody up here today? Who is Portia? It's me. What's up, Miss Portia? How are you, baby? I'm doing good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. I want to talk about Nicki Minaj, right? So she dropped her new song, Ruby the Red, please. And she killed it. Like, I think think she got bars, and I love the song. But two things can be true. Her fan base is so delusional. Wait, what? you know, Por- you know, Por- you know Portia, Portia, Portia's a bob. Portia's a bob. You know I, that. I love oh, some Nicki. Oh, let me tell you, Portia. Uh-huh. Let me tell you why I hate y'all. So, <laughs> as soon as she dropped, 
As soon as he dropped the barbs, I hit myself. Oh, thank God. It's been so quiet. The girl's been so quiet since Nikki's been gone. And let me tell you something. The girls have not been quiet. No, that's not true. Lola Brooks is out here dropping, dropping hits. Will Willis is out here dropping hits. That's right. The girls is out here running music right now before Nikki out here dropping anything. So that's good. Let's give Nikki what she's doing. And let's also make sure we get the girls what they out here doing too. Very true. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't say I was the president of the Barbs. I just really like Nikki. I, got to- <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the song yet, but I know, I know it's good. I they mean we haven't heard Nikki like we want to hear her by herself she's been doing features no, that's, that's not what they mean. stuff like that well, I would say that's quiet. what they mean <laughs> that's not what they mean because the bars be delusional girl trust me they be delusional you know they not for nobody but Nikki that's it <laughs> but alright y'all shout out to J. Cole too let's do his new song on the street featuring J. Cole bye goodbye Trav <laughs> hello who's this it's Jay Jay what up get it off your chest Man, I just want to get off my chest. Why am I up at 3 o'clock in the morning working while my boss out sipping latte talking about you protecting the world? What are you really doing is going out camping, killing potatoes, and saying slingshots. I don't know why he's not here. I don't know what you just said, King. Me neither. Why are you trying to tell the boss where he got to be? Nah, man, because I'm out here at 3 o'clock in the morning, but he ain't here. Well, he's the boss. What time What time you got to check in? Does he even come? Who, me? The boss. Him. Hi. Yeah, he, he got to be here with us, your team. No, nah, that's not really how it go when you're a boss. That's very true. You kind of hire people to do the job. You delegate, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I just want to get off my chest, but I still got love for him, though. You know who he is. Yep, he know who you are, too. Yep. Yep. You'll, yep, be, you'll be deactivated today, sir. <laughs> yep. It's a wrap for you, sir. You're going to get Uber. No, nah, man, much love. Much love, man. Love y'all guys, man. He's King. Love you, too. Hey. And I'd also want the record to show that right. Daniel Jones has a career record of 21, 31, and 1. We're not talking That's about not career. a person you give $40 million a oh, year I, to. I agree. I think they gave 21, him 31, and 1. But it's not a career. This We're talking last season. I don't care. That's white privilege. 21, 31, and 1, and you get $40 million a year? But then Shaqu- Saquon Barkley gets franchised? Saquon Barkley definitely should have got a huge contract. I agree with Stop, you. Stop, but let me stay out of Giants business because I'm a cowboy and I don't care about no damn Giants. Yes, you do. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way. Give us a little tease. All right, so later on, we're going to talk about Lonnie Love. She's spreading love on Twitter, honey. Um, But then we're going to also talk about Young Miami. She said she is single, representing single ladies. And Nick Cannon, well, he has a game show that will seemingly be seeking women who want to have his next child. So it's a game for real. Coming up. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your love. We ain't asking for that. Your love. We're not asking for that. Your love. We don't need none of that, bruh, bruh. Your love. Your love. We play enough Chris Brown, enough Drake. We don't need no more light skinned men singing on the show. (laughs) Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co host, Portia Williams, here. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. Let's get to the rumors. Rumor has it. Rumor rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. On the Breakfast Club. That wasn't right. Porsche uh, rumor report intro. No, it surely was not. I think you should play Porsche's red. Yeah, where I'm at. I don't like that red. I'm gonna be honest. Hey, with you. that was disrespectful. It was. <laughs> <laughs> this is the rumor report. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty uh, chatty. Sometimes you say stuff, and it's just gonna get you in trouble. On the Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. There you go. There she is. There <laughs> she is. All right, I'm back. I'm back. 
So last night, well, all yesterday, Charlamagne came here and told me, you know, your girl was trending. <laughs> Apparently on a breakfast club, it just makes you just say stuff. You just speak your truth. It just is mm-hmm. what it is. It happens like that. That's what I told my manager. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's just the energy here. It's Correct. Just, it's just real. So what you done did now? All right. So anyway, I was trending and um, uh, Lonnie Love, mm-hmm. who I like. Mm-hmm. Um, is is a cool chick or whatever, but she decided to give her testimony. On okay, what? Lonnie's a friend to the room, by the way. Yeah. On, but on, on, what? The, on the whole situation with Hammerin or whatever. So okay. this is what she tweeted. She said, um, for my book tour, she said she was interviewed by Gail King. She was interviewed by Tamron Hall. And, you know, that it was such an honor for them to uh, interview her and, you mm-hmm. know, all this, all that. Mm-hmm. So I said, I came back in. I was like, so touching. It's just so touching. You are like, so shady. For you to share that, it's just so touching at this moment. At this moment. Mm-hmm. So oh, she was, was she replying to what you said about what you, you said something about Tamara because and her yes, journalism. Yeah, because I said like uh, she's a journalist, but I said it sarcastically. I didn't mean okay. like she's right. not a journalist. We all know she was a journalist. Mm-hmm. She came from uh, CNN. We know that. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so she was coming to attack that. Like don't mm-hmm. how you whatever. So then she came back. She said, "This is not about you, P. And I hope you know that this is about the fact that there's a difference." between a journalist and versus a non-journalist and some other stuff. I didn't respond back after that because there's no need. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to have a beef with anybody. I'm just basically, in the beginning, was talking my experience. Same way, mm-hmm. DJ Envy, you mentioned your experience. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, it was just this little quick thing she did online. And I'm not going to respond, like I said, because I don't want a beef with anybody. It's yeah. not that serious. Okay. And Tamara was today show, by the way. I seen it. She what? She was on the Today Show. Oh, okay. Yeah, she might have been on CNN. I don't know. I do remember her from the Today Show back in the day. Oh, mm-hmm. Today Show. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember. But I know she left a big show that was more focused on serious journalism than like the how Today now show. she's now kind of yeah. like, you know, kind of the Wendy Williams vibe. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two yeah. things can be true. You know, you can yeah. be a journalist and still uh, dabble in the messiness. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's, it's, it's clear that, you know, Wendy Williams is gone. Dr. Phil is leaving. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, somebody over there said, Tamron, I think you need to get in. Get into the mess a little bit. Yeah, yeah get in there and stir it up stir a it bit. Stir it up, absolutely. Yeah, pressure your guest a bit. Yeah, yeah she do a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, moving on, we're going to talk about Young Miami. Mm-hmm. I love her. City girls are up right now. She wants everybody to know that she is S-I-N-G-L-E. Yes, I had to look at the paper, okay, because it's early in the morning. She's single? She wants y'all to know she's single. What did that mean, though? Because she was saying she was single when she was with Diddy. She been saying it the whole time. That's now listen true. to this. Okay. Listen, listen. <laughs> well, both of y'all got epic mans in y'all life so tell me about have y'all done a double date yet what's a double date look like she said oh excuse me what what man you saw me Uh, 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 you know what i might have saw some pictures but i might have been mistaken too yeah i'm single okay s-i-n-g-l-e baby okay listen i like to hear it something doesn't happen with brother love i'm gonna just say that because she's been saying she's been single this Mm -hmm. whole time just like you just said Mm -hmm. when they was on the show do you have that bite play that bite you single well we go together so, how would you feel about be telling people that I'm single? Because we go together. <laughs> we go together? <laughs> I'm not laughing. Yeah. Hold on. It ain't no hold on. Mm-mm-mm. We go together now? We go real together. Bad. <laughs> real bad. It's the real bad for me. Well, you know, last time she said she was single, <gasps> mm-hmm. Diddy sent her a Maybach truck. Oh, so she oh. Went, oh, she's trying to get that summer car. 
don't know That's if she's talking about another car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all so, these cars, she's so in the house. I'm just going to say something's going to come now next. It's going to be a car, it's going to be a summer car, it's going to be a helicopter, it's going to be a plane, it's going to be a crib, it's going to be something. Also, she said she didn't want to get married, too. I saw that. But why would you right now? I mean, mm-hmm. she's really young. I don't think she sees it. I think the circle that she's in for right now. She's saying she doesn't want to get married. Later right. on, when she gets older, she realizes she wants to date an older man who wants to settle down. Then she'll settle down. But how, she ain't with that right now. How difficult is it for a city girl to get married, though? Because if folks have a perception of you, you know what I'm saying, based off your music or right. your interviews, or mm-hmm. they, they've seen you say you like to get peed on in interviews, Ooh. does that make it more difficult for someone okay, to want was- to... To want to marry you? I was going to answer from a point of view before you said the peed on part. So I can't relate to that part of this. So let's just take that the hell out. Okay. Um, she did say that in the interview with Trina. But, but let me say hot girl, single girl. Because yes, that, that was me. I mm-hmm. lived my life okay. after my divorce and it was what it was. On reality TV, mm-hmm. I was single. People had a perception of me. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something about a real man. When you meet him, he's going to know you for you. He's not worried about none of your past whatsoever. And if you Even and pee? him. Huh? Even pee? Ain't nobody peed on me. Okay, let's be clear. That's Breakfast Club news right here. Okay, that rumor is it wasn't a rumor. It was never a rumor. No, it wasn't a rumor. Okay, well, I'm making it worse. I'm, I'm saying what Young Miami said. Young Miami said that she likes to get yes. peed on. I mean, that's her sexual like she I'm was. Saying, she likes in the does bedroom. that make it more difficult no, for a man to want to marry you in the future? Because some men want to pee on you too. All right, your husband may want to pee on you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not again. My husband has not peed on me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. However, I'm just gotta make it clear. You just saying you gotta find somebody. That's cool with the pee. And she also has to evolve. But right? let me she has to be you, ready if, for marriage. If you meet young Miami and her personality is everything, and, mm-hmm. she's, she is. and she's dealing I with you her. and she's telling you what her intentions are, mm-hmm. she wants to be married, she wants kids, she's ready to settle down, and you want the same, you're not going to care what she got peed on. She took a shower. Like, who cares? No, that's true. Everybody got to pass. You know what I mean? I mean, peed on the women y'all have sex with without condoms in your past. It is what it is. Everybody has done something. (laughs) But once you get with that person and you decide that this is what we want to do, you're going to do it. That is true. That is true. So so if you like the Carfax gets cleaned up. If you like the person, you don't care about the Carfax. Correct. First of all, why we got to be talking? This is International Women's Day. You're right. So we're not worried about the women's car facts. Let's worry about the fact that how many car facts women don't worry about on men. Because mm. we never bring up y'all past. We never right. bring up the fact that you the one doing the pen. Could you marry somebody? <laughs> Could you marry a man who gets peed on? That he gets peed on? Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe he enjoys getting peed on. I mean, is isn't it warm for the men? Like they like that. They <laughs> <laughs> Happy International Women's Day! <laughs> Jesus, all right. That is a rumor warm, report. cozy feeling. Oh. Jesus, all right. Portia Williams is here. She's our co-host today. When we come back, we got front page news. Angela uh, Angela Rye will be checking in. And next hour, Tammy Roman and Remy Ma will be joining us. They got a new flick, Girl in the Closet. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Unity in the Community. Queen Latifah presents Inspiring People, Solving Real Problems. Listen and get inspired to get involved. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Miss Portia Williams, joining us today. Mm-hmm. And it's time for some front page news. Angela Rye, you back? I'm back. Good morning. Good morning. Well, you can feel free to file this one under white supremacy mess. Fox News is in the middle of a pricey defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems. And by pricey, 
I mean, Fox is being sued for $1.6 billion for spreading debunked claims that Dominion voting machines were used to rig the election in favor of Joe Biden. As internal Fox News emails and messages surface, it's clear that the on-air performers, I mean hosts, privately dismissed the very dangerous Stop the Steal election lies they were telling to gin up millions of viewers. Rupert Murdoch, Fox's chairman, said Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram went too far in alleging voter fraud uh, during their coverage. Dominion states the channel recklessly disregarded the truth during the 2020 presidential re-election because, quote, the lies were good for Fox's business. Text messages from January 4th, 2021 show Tucker Carlson was relentless in his critique of Donald Trump despite his on-air, full-throated support. In one message, he says, quote, I hate him passionately. He goes on to say that that's the last four years. We're all pretending we've got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there isn't really an upside to Trump. And on January 6th, Tucker Slim Shady Carlson calls Trump a demonic force. Well, Fox probably should have just settled this one, y'all. What say you? What's interesting about that is Fox would have got more ratings uh, just telling the truth. If, like if they they would have yeah. got they would have got on the air and just you know told how they really feel about Trump, uh, they probably could have prevented the insurrection, and everybody would have been like, oh my God, Fox News is actually telling the truth about Trump. They'd have killed CNN and MSNBC. I mean, they'd kill him anyway, but they would have killed CNN and MSNBC even more by just simply telling the truth. So it's strange that they would continue to uh, invest in the lies in that moment. They invested in the, they invested in the lies for more ratings when the truth actually would have bought them more ratings. What's crazy is um, there actually were news hosts that were allegedly responding to um, ratings that were declining, and so they started doing this more per what's being reported around this lawsuit. I don't know if that's true. I do agree with you when you look at the ratings every single month. Fox is winning, but it looks like it's because it's an entertainment network based in fiction based on this lawsuit. Mm. Um, so we do have one more okay. uh, racial profile and much drivers of color say they were fired by Lyft and Uber for no legitimate reason. Data from Rideshare Drivers United and the Asian Law Caucus shows two thirds of Uber and Lyft drivers were deactivated in California and disproportionately impacted drivers of color. 30% of the survey drivers say they weren't given a reason for being deactivated. Uber said a detailed evaluation is done before deactivating drivers and claim they provide multiple warnings before permanently deleting any account. 70% of drivers of color are deactivated compared to 57% of white drivers. I told you before, I think I told you last week that was a lie because I know a couple of people like actually got fired from mm-hmm. it and there was no reason. And then uh, they, they finally found a claim and they said, unless you have a camera in the car, we have to believe the passenger. Right. And that happened a lot. But what about, okay, so do they, you know how we give them ratings and mm-hmm. then they also rate us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they see they they see it too? They see what we rate them? Um, I believe they see it, but if, if you're in a if you're in a car and you mm-hmm. just say uh, a passenger was uh, a driver was rude to you, mm-hmm. or a driver dropped you off at the wrong house, or the driver, you know, tried to flirt with you, mm-hmm. they deactivate immediately. Yeah, they don't ask, and then mm-hmm. they ask if you have a camera in your car, and if you don't have your camera in your car mm-hmm. and you can't prove. They put you through this long system and they don't allow you to work while they do that. So that sounds like some racist public doing that to black drivers specifically. It could hey. be the company or it could be people who are white, you know, well, racist people who are riding with black people. The passengers who are, in the car. Who are lying, yeah. What does deactivate mean? They shut <laughs> that account down. They shut that account down. They can't oh. drive anymore. They can't mm. make no money. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. 
And then here's the thing that I think is important too. This is actually all drivers of color. It's not just targeting black folks, it's all drivers of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and empty to the point about the ratings, they can't see our specific ratings, they can see their overall number. Mm-hmm. And they can't get below a certain amount. I hate to tell y'all this, but I was at risk of getting kicked off of Uber <laughs> because my rating was low. It can't go below well, a four point five. And I, was I can totally see that. You you so I can totally see doing? that. I'm just, I'm just picky, but I, it was down I can to like totally a four point five. Anyway, it was down to like a 4.6, and now it's back up to like a 4.78. So I've been nice. I didn't realize that if you don't tip, they get mad and they would not give you a high score. And I was like, you know what? I should tip. I'm mad that Uber gets 20% of what they make, but that's not their fault. So make sure you tip. They get like, I think the drivers get 30% of, of, of what they actually charge. Oh, I thought well, that, that um, Uber to took 20% of the overall. No, they take more than that. I, th- I think really? Uber and Lyft take like like 70% of their profits or 60% of their profits. They don't make that much. We need to fact check that. Really? 70%? Yeah, I think it's like That's 60, 70%. Lot. Absolutely. Call us right now, Uber drivers. All the Uber drivers out there listening. I know. I want right to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to know that they can't see how I rate them because in my neighborhood, it's always like the same driver. So I don't be wanting him to know I give him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't be wanting him to know I give him a low rating. I'm glad that Uber drivers give an Angela Ride one star. Oh, man. No, don't say that. That's not happening anymore. I've been delivered. He's up now. Thank you, Miss Rye. Love y'all. Bye. Have Bye. a great day. All right, when we come back, Tammy Roman and Remy Ma will be joining us. They have a new movie, Girl in the Closet. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. To all the queens. You are appreciated. It's International Women's Day. Hello, ladies. It's the Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NB, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host with us, Miss Portia Williams, and we got some special guests. We, got, we got Tammy yeah. Roman and what's Remy Ma. What's up, yeah. what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up yeah. Tammy? What's up? Big Remy, not the little one. That's right. What up, Tammy? Hi, Charlemagne. What's happening? Y'all up here promoting movies and stuff? Yes, you know how we do. We got a new one on uh, Lifetime called Girl, Girl in, in the, the Closet, closet mm-hmm. which is coming March 11th at 8 on Lifetime. What's the movie about? So it's uh, based on actual events mm-hmm. of this woman who lost her daughter and put her daughter in the custody of her sister, who is a very abusive and toxic individual who takes people and kidnaps them for their disability Y'all checks and real, social security checks. She's like, what is basically, what is listen, no. my kid gets took in by my psycho sister. She's <laughs> crazy as hell. They picked Tammy to play. She plays the amazing role. <laughs> Um, she's the perfect maniac. She's prostituting people. <laughs> she's kidnapping them, stealing checks. Yeah, she's I'm like doing the a lot. ultimate I'm scammer doing a lot. On, on every level. Yes. And I'm like the heartbroken he, trying to find my kid. We've never seen Remy like this before because this character is so soft. So nice. And maternal <laughs> and loving. Wow. And crying. Why are you playing Remy like Remy? Don't do both. Wow. Remy has shown us both for years. Wow. Listen. <laughs> what can I say? Rim is a wife, a mother. You know what I mean? And I, I, I don't be understanding where does this narrative come from? I've been married. You don't understand? I don't. I'm at 15 years. I'm about to be married 15 years. Yeah. I have a wonderful children. And Listen, you know, like, I heard Remy on the phone with her daughter last night, <laughs> and the daughter goes, "So listen, little girl." 
why you hang up on me? And I to Remy, to Remy, and I said, I wonder where she got that from. Have you made the intentional transition, Rim, like away from music, like to say I'm gonna go do other things? You still always an album. Not intentional, and it's on. It's actually the 50th anniversary of hip hop, so I was like, perfect time to do it. But I've also incorporated my new acting thing into everything, so you guys will see when that happens. But when I started doing a lot of talk shows and hosts and stuff like that, oh. Oh, wait, that's great you should do that and then when I started doing the act it's like oh it's great but when you talk about it they're like no we just want an album that's it right. walk around the metal yeah. detectors <laughs> <laughs> that's all they want yeah. like it's crazy you have to show them so that you dis- you disconnect on purpose then no it's mm. not on purpose I did like seven eight speeches last year I didn't do any solo projects but in all of them my part was the best part I'm just saying uh- Oh my goodness. <laughs> exactly. We talked about that with the two chains and pap record. Yeah, like, sorry, God, but you got body. Yeah. I mean, well, when are we getting your solo album? Because you've been working on it for. Um, You know what I do? A couple years. I do. It's been done. It's, it's so, just, what you waiting for? So, what happened was after COVID, I got into, well, during COVID, I got a lot into that we was doing State of the Culture. Mm-hmm. Then I was hosting the Wendy Show, and I just was doing so many other things that mm-hmm. music kind of got pushed to the back. I was mm-hmm. still recording music, mm-hmm. still doing different things. Like, any given time, hit makers like, yo, what we doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? I work on music, but it's just other things that kind of push it out the way a little bit. <laughs> the same thing with you, Tammy? That's why you disconnected from reality TV, just to show them, like, I want to get into my acting bag. I just didn't want to do reality anymore. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to scripted. I felt like I had shown enough of my life in terms of that format. You Mm -hmm. know, y'all all all in my business. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've given it all to you. There's nothing else to say. My kids are grown. And so it's like I wanted to go back to scripted. I wanted Mm -hmm. to go back to playing characters and doing the things that I love and doing unscripted in other formats, not that ensemble stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got caught in the act unfaithful. That's the cheater style show. And I love doing that. And then all my other projects are scripted. Mm -hmm. So in this one, it's based off of a true story. Correct. So when you do a movie and it's based on a true story, you got to stay real close to the authentic story. You can't yeah. be changing it up or none of that. Like, how was that for y'all? How did y'all prepare for that? Um, but this is my second. Um, the first movie I ever did mm-hmm. that I actually started was the um, Big 50, the Ronda Hood story, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. based on a woman out of Detroit. And she was like super gangster. She's mm-hmm. selling drugs. She's a madam. She's yeah. doing all these different things. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because she was actually on set while we were filming. So it was like, you don't want to portray them in a way that right. they, that's not unfavor- that's unfavorable to them. Mm-hmm. And I think when... I felt in the same way. I would literally go to the side like, well, right. It was like, what was it? It was like one scene where they had her talking to her kids, mm-hmm. and just for me be- being around her, I was like, I don't think she would play with these kids like this. Mm-hmm. Like the way that it was written, I was like, mm-hmm. um, if your kids, you told them to go to bed, and they were still sitting there. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the director. He's like, whatever you think, you know, to get more into the character, do that. Mm-hmm. And it was one scene where we was actually she had a scene where um she was leaving her son, she was missing his games, and. It was, I turned to her and she's like on the side crying and I was like I, I really it. messed it up <laughs> I thought I messed it up uh-huh. she was like like because she was crying like she's a very strong woman so crying mm-hmm. it, it didn't look like it looked like she was pissed I'm like okay I messed that up and she was like yo that was like so touching mm-hmm. so doing that really helped me with this one especially considering that the person that I'm playing 
it's such a vulnerable situation mm-hmm. like where you lost your child so yeah. you know you have mm-hmm. to take those things into Sensitive, consideration yeah. plus I have a kid so you just mm-hmm. factor that in like how would you feel if somebody took your kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I seen a story uh, they were talking about Tammy doesn't eat Right, <laughs> I eat. I, I've been on uh, set with you, yeah. And I see Tammy <laughs> eat. There's I juices, eat. there's food. I'm like, I'm like, where is it coming from? Does that ever bother you? Because people just make up their own stories, their own rumors. But me being on set, I'm like, no, she eats. She eats a lot. Yeah, I eat a lot. Well, the thing is, I have a condition that's called body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. and I've had it since I was 13 years old. It is a mental disorder based on either trauma or genetics. And what happens with that is the way I look at myself and the way people see me are two different things. Mm-hmm. And I always see myself, unfortunately, as I'm overweight. Mm. There can literally be nothing wrong, but I will find something Something Mm -hmm. you understand like i can find something i think this is important i've never actually heard you even say that you have body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. so thank you for that for a lot of young girls out here how do you deal with hearing yourself being hard on you and hearing the commenters how do you shut it out or how do you do that see here's the thing when i feel i look good people will comment and say you're too skinny skinny. you look like a bobblehead she needs to gain some weight Mm -hmm. all of that in my mind is a compliment Mm. so they're viewing it as girl get your life together I'm seeing bones and I'm like really yes Mm -hmm. oh my god Mm -hmm. I look like a crackhead thank you Mm. you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like that but I'm a diabetic too so like all of that comes into play for me you know what I mean so it's just kind of like leave me alone let me deal with my issue and try to you know, work my way through it to the best of my ability, which every day is a struggle. But we think you can't win for lose, though. Yeah. We think you're beautiful inside Absolutely and out. Like, you know, you're a good person, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that because they see the reality. Yeah. But as a person outside of that, you are a beautiful person inside out. Me and my wife love you, and, love you know, you. We, we got a lot of love for you. Yeah. But you and can't win for lose, though, because sometimes they say you're too thin, but then they'll be like, oh, Tammy be photoshopping her ass in pictures. Oh, I'm, fo- I'm photoshopping. I ain't got no BBL. Okay. But I I'm gonna fix my pictures. Right. Because if you want to see me in the raw, I got a whole page called Bonnet Chronicles for that. You see that Bonnet, you see that no making you get it all how you want to live. But on my page, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be edited down to the ground. But I do not have a BBL. I did get my ass done. I got some you know shots in my ass way back when. And you know. That's I'll tell anybody the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to fix what I feel I need to fix Mm -hmm. because of who I am and what I deal with anyway. Mm -hmm. So if I don't like something, I'm going to fix it. All right. We got more with Tammy Roman and Remy Ma. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host Portia Williams is here with us. And we're kicking it with Tammy Roman and Remy Ma. Charlemagne? Right. It's good to see Remy and Tammy together, especially this grown, evolved version because Ten years ago, this would be the tag team champion of the world. What? Oh, wow. we, were what? we were talking about it. We were talking about it last time. I literally just said, us together, is this could be something here. Because this, you know, we're like the same person. We just handle it differently. Right, nah, right. I don't think that's the truth. Because Tam, Tammy's triggered too, right? I, you, you see this new Tammy? No, no. So I was on set with, we oh, were on boy. set with Unfaithful. Mm. And uh, it's a cheetah show. I'm on a couple of episodes with yes, Tammy helping her that's out. That's my partner. Okay. And this one girl says something to Tammy. And the whole Tammy changed. <laughs> no, because she said, don't make me get mm-hmm. out this chair. So I said, if you 
get up out that chair. You gonna get what you want. Mm. Right. I dare you. The host then turned. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh my God, Tim, you know. Look at that guy. Ma'am, please don't yeah, yeah. get out that chair. Yeah, I, mean, like, just sit I, there. I don't think you should do that. Just sit right there. When's the last time that happened to you, Rem? When's the last time somebody <laughs> talked crazy to you? Yeah. Nobody really talked crazy to me in person. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, I'm like, I've mm-hmm. changed, meaning that I've changed the way I react to things, the way, the way mm-hmm. that I even receive things, because certain mm-hmm. things that used to really piss me off doesn't mm-hmm. really bother me as much. Mm-hmm. But be very clear, I'm still the same person. And she's like right underneath the surface. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like deep down inside. No. <laughs> it ain't that deep. Like, the paper cut away. I, I nicked my hand on the red I'm like, what? what? Like, you gotta be very careful. Like, but I feel like I give people respect. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not a bully. I don't just go. Mm-hmm, right. If something, somebody mm-hmm. did something. If I'm doing something. Somebody did something. Mm-hmm. But, but Remy, mm-hmm. serious to you, you have a four year old. I love her. That's about that. to start playing sports oh. and go to school, and she's probably going to get into an incident it's like up. all kids do. It's up. I already told her. What does it's up mean? <laughs> I already told her the 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 meaning of cousins because she's where she's at. We live not too far from you. Mm-hmm. She's a wonderful school, but she she's very close with her cousins that still live in Queens. <laughs> Just in case. She will tell you quick. I'm watching when my cousins come. I'm like, yeah. The power of cousins. You got to know how it is. But she, she's so different. She's so sweet. Like, she's me without all the trauma that I went through. Because I feel like I was actually a really nice person before the world just started with me. And right. I had to prepare mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. to deal with the world. But I feel like with me, with my siblings, a lot of my friends that grew up, we all had to grow up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Way sooner than right. we mm-hmm. should have. Like we didn't really get a chance to be a kid. Like I want mm-hmm. her to be a kid for as long. I want her to play with dolls. Mm-hmm. I want her to watch cartoons. I want her to you know have fun. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to feel like because when it happens, it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. I don't right. want her to feel that pressure of the world prematurely. Right. Are you I the same don't. with Pilar? I'm the exact same way. And you, I mean, I used to be a little tough too back uh-huh. in the day. And but having a child, my daughter's also four. It just automatically changes something in you. I went to anger man- management for like uh, maybe like six sessions. Out of what I got up from it was the power is given to you as soon as I react. Mm-hmm. So I almost get like a turn on in order for you to say something to me and me not even react to it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my react, my reactions now, I'll walk away from it's something no being disrespect. Yeah. And I'll get in my car like, yeah, I did that. Even though back in the day I have to show you what I'm going to do, yeah. me not reacting or handling in a different way. It's it's more powerful for me now, so it's it it does. That's and good because yeah, I haven't. Anger management classes made me mad. Really? Well, see, it did. I used to be in there tight. Like this is stupid. <laughs> Only thing I learned is my physical cues. Now I'd be like, up, oh, I'm getting tight. My hands are sweating. Why? Why? Why, why, why did it make you mad? Because they sitting there like, once I'm mad, it's, it's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You're that's supposed to see saying. the cues so you can yeah, know so it stops. You can know. Oh. It's all right, Lord. She's a work in progress. She's a work in progress. I'm not working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, yeah. like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> like, don't make me angry. Now, I like it. Now, I got to ask. I heard you on JCD mm-hmm. talking about uh, when Cardi B changes her profile pic to you. Mm-hmm. When did you see that, and, and, and how does that make you feel? Because you just wake up and all of a sudden you trending it don't again. Make me feel like I really don't be on social media as much as people probably would think I do. Like if I'm posting something, I'm literally in the moment. I'm like, oh yeah, we're all posting, but or somebody's paying me to post. I don't really be. So I just. But why started. did she change it? I don't know. I don't know what's tea because I feel chick, like there was some why. tea rooted in. No, that. she was beefing with with <laughs> Nikki at the time, and when they were beefing, she posted her profile pic. She right. posted her cousin. She basically like don't make me go get my cousin. But she was she did what your daughter did. She posted. <laughs> I, okay, so that's 
I'm saying she was Cardi was in support of Remy like of you, course okay yeah. got, it, got, it, got, got it got it don't make me call Remy got it I wasn't even doing nothing like at all Perry, I was like chilling somewhere, minding my own little one too. That's what I do. I mind my business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting, no room, because like female rappers, like boom, I don't even like to call it female rap, but a lot of women in rap are popping right now. It's a wonderful thing. What and, rapper is out right now that you respect? Um, I think everybody in their own respect has mm-hmm. something that I like about them. Yeah. I like. I love actually. I love Lola. Lola mm-hmm. Brooke. Mm-hmm. I, I like her. Like she's just so energetic and just seems fun, and she's mm-hmm. really like enjoying her moment. I like Glow, I like Glorilla, I like Lotto, I like mm-hmm. Spice, mm-hmm. I like everybody for different reasons. Right. I, I'm st- at one. Po- it was a point where it seemed like everybody was doing the exact same thing. Oh, it still and feels start- like that a little it's bit. It's starting to, me. to be where you can kind of okay, this is her sound mm-hmm. and this is what she sounds mm-hmm. like, and this is what, like it's people starting to carve out their little niches, and and I and I think. We need that. I'm, I've never been a hater. I've never been somebody. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, yo, I don't know no rappers that started out with money. Like, mm-hmm. We all come from the bottom. So when people be talking about, yeah, I got this and that, we all got money. Mm-hmm. Some got a little bit more than others, but we all came from nothing. Mm-hmm. So anything that you're doing right now is a plus from where you came from and where you could have been. So I'm just happy to see all of them. I don't really have a favorite because I, when I see them, it's the same love as okay. I'm like, oh my god, I yeah. love you. I hope you're enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I, I'm always trying to. I'm the one that's always trying to make sure you do this. Are you staying on type of this? Save some of your money. Buy a house. Don't like you know what I'm saying. I try to do some of the things that I wish people would have told me earlier yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And um, that that I think that's what it's about. A lot of times people feel like it's always about who can hold a torch to you or who's competition, who's that. Nah, it's not about that. Like I wish. I had somebody that came and was like, yo, I see what you're doing. I appreciate it. Yo, let me tell you something. Let me put you with this lawyer real quick. Right. Let me put you right. with this financial right. advisor. Mm-hmm. Yo, are you into stocks and this and this? Maybe you should look into this. Like, just to give people a, a different... But that's people that are secure. Right. That, that want to share knowledge and information. When you're insecure, it goes back to how you feel like you got to validate your position and mm-hmm. hold court. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To make sure people remember, this is what I did. This is how... But if you you're know. insecure, you probably shouldn't even be in this business because mm-hmm. you... You be ready to the new read the yes. common insecurity. Yes. Insecurity has never stopped anybody. <laughs> you know, it, it, people's just gonna get up in there and get in where they fit in. But I think with music in particular, I am hoping that it gets back to that era that I grew up in, where everybody had their own yeah, lane. Because you, you got a rapper in your house. I do. Slash actress. I do. Yes, Jazz. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Jazz. Who loves you, by the way. You already I know love that. Her too. But um She's in the I, movie with us. Yes, she is. She plays my daughter okay. Angela. My daughter plays her daughter. Oh, that's yeah, cute. My daughter I plays love my that. daughter. But the pen game mm-hmm. is what I'm used to with rap. And I feel like all the women were sounding the same and twer- it's gotta be a twerk situation, you know. And and I grew up on like Latifa with Unity and Eve with Rough Rider, mm-hmm. you know, and Light was doing her thing and you know, we had all those Lil Kim was sexy. You know, like we don't have enough diversity. Mm-hmm. Right in women in rap now and I would like to see us get back to you still that. got that though and I think even with some of them looked the part but still can spit like a JT you know what I mean like JT can spit to me Glorilla can spit yeah, Glorilla, to me yeah, you Glorilla know what I mean sure. Rhapsody of course that's, the, that's yeah, a whole another topic that's a different thing yeah, you spit yeah, your gum out please. in the League of Her Own <laughs> can you spit you know? your gum out you chewing the whole interview you, you like, wait till now the interview almost over why are you gonna make us spit the interview spit the gum out now alright we got more with Tammy Roman and Remy Ma when we come back don't move it's the Breakfast Club Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Good morning. J.N.V. Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host Portia Williams is here with us, and we're kicking it with Tammy Roman and Remy Moss. Rem, when you, when you got, you know, this new industry, it seems like everybody's telling on each other, right? Snitching immediately. When you got locked up, I'm sure you could have told on some people and not no, did it. I couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who like, else what? is involved? <laughs> what do you think? That's not even an option. Okay. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> you got to know what snitching is first. No. Oh, I, don't, I don't discriminate. There's, oh, you're a civilian, so it's not just like if you're telling somebody, you're telling, you're cooperating, that's just that. And I feel like a lot of times people are like, well, you know, they, they're a civilian. And they're like, if you're a civilian, stay hanging with civilians and be around civilians. Don't be a civilian and hang out with people that are like that. Don't right. do it. No, but try you- to justify what you did because, you know, y'all know I wasn't really like that. And then people that, y'all, this is what y'all do and y'all in that line no, of work Remy, on business, no. keep these people that's really not built like that away from you because when the pressure's on, they gonna fall. And I blame, I blame both parties. You shouldn't have been hanging with them and you shouldn't have had them around you. So you saying don't make yourself a witness. Don't make yourself don't a witness. Don't even be over there. Don't make yourself a witness because <laughs> now, what? luckily, we live in times where Witnesses can just walk around, party, post where they at. Mm-hmm. And it happens to like, mm-hmm. and I remember a time where your family wouldn't even talk. Your family like, uh-uh, we don't deal with him because mm-hmm. they didn't want any problems. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have to protect yourself. And I and I tell anybody that like that's because I can't tell people how to live. You don't know what their situation. Some people mm-hmm. they're in certain situations because that's all they know. That's all mm-hmm. they have. Like you got certain parts of the world where you either gonna be in this gang or you gonna be in the ground you gotta be smart enough to know that you can't just have anybody in your circle because there will come a time where they're gonna be given the option and it's every there's no loyalty there's no codes every man is for themselves and a lot of the stuff unfortunately that we were taught growing up Mm -hmm. don't snitch don't do this don't do that we was taught wrong like they taught us like they they really had us jammed up thinking Mm -hmm. like but for most of my life people that's why people have this perception of who they think I am because you couldn't show feelings you couldn't show emotions Mm -hmm. you gotta hide everything Mm -hmm. people can only see this part of you or they're gonna try you or whatever and that's not really how you get through life once you see what the world really is outside of the hood outside Mm -hmm. of poverty you don't need to be like that. You can be vulnerable. Yeah. You can, yeah. you know, express how you are. You can right. move accordingly to the way the world works. But unfortunately for a lot of people that are like us, that look like us, that's not their reality. That's crazy. So imagine well, I'm somebody telling. who's been... you telling? I'm telling. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like if I'm involved with you mm-hmm. and I know the dirt you're doing, even if right. I didn't partake in whatever the crime may be mm-hmm. but I know and I'm hanging with you and something go down no I'm not telling on you right. but if we rolling down the road 
and I don't know you got keys in the back and now they like these your keys I'm like no the f- they not my keys <laughs> Check the truck. yeah I don't know Saying it's not mine well, is not the same be. as saying it's, his. it's hers. Uh-huh. That's what Gunna did. Gunna said like, it's not mine. Gunna was in the car. Like, Gunna said okay, the stuff in the car wasn't mine. Okay, but the, the, I feel like that's not the same. People have to understand, and then you you have to know your rights. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people just be scared. Yep, and they be talking, mm-hmm. and the goal. Let me just, let me just drop something. Go ahead. Drop, go, go ahead. Ready, go. The go. goal because I tell people this all the time. Everybody that is in prison. Is not guilty. Mm-hmm. That's right. The same way that everybody that's walking around these streets is not innocent. You think every cop, every prosecutor, every DA, every judge got it right every time, mm-hmm. but every single person that's in jail. So that's the first thing that you need to understand that everybody is, and it's not always exactly as it happened. Because think about it, when you tell the story, you're going to try to put it to the way that it favors to you. People don't go in there and tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help them God. They bend it. They mm-hmm. squeeze it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, their job is to convict. If you look at any DA, any yeah. prosecutor, anything, mm-hmm. the federal government, mm-hmm. their their bragging rights is such and such percentage conviction rate. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. you don't want a 20% conviction rate. That means you trash. They want the high 99%, 90% conviction rate. They're not trying to find out if you're innocent or not. They're mm-hmm. trying to get a conviction. That's correct. Mm-hmm. The way you speaking on this one particular case, it's clear who they want. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. It's very clear yeah. the person that they want. So you could go, you could go, you could go. You go home to your kids, you go home to your kids, you go home. This is who we want. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's justice. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm right. not. I'm never jacking that. All I'm hearing is uh, why people uh, highly request Remy Ma to be the co-host on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, we uh, we tried. <laughs> but Remy, want, Remy wants to know how much we paying. <laughs> Put the dollar. Up. No, I'm serious. I'm not joking. Remy was like, yeah. Well, how, how much? How much I got? Serious. Like, hold up. Let me, let me tell you something. There you go. <laughs> here, here, we go. here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I did a lot ding, of ding, stuff ding. in my life. Like seriously, mm-hmm. almost everything. And I thought about it. I thought about it with this. Like, damn, is this one of those situations? Almost everything that was life-changing in my life, I did for free. Mm-hmm. When I did Annie Ebb Remix, I was a teenager. I was straight out of high school. I begged mm-hmm. my A&R to get me the instrumental. I put my verse on it. I was like, just let them hear it. Changed my life. When I did Lean Back, I didn't even have a record deal. We went to the studio. We was at Cala House in Miami. Stole Joe's verse off of it. Put myself on the song. Changed my life. Mm-hmm. When I did all the way up, I don't even think we signed paperwork to this day. I might have to call Joe. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It was just an idea. If it comes out good, we're gonna rock with it. If it don't, nobody will never know we did it. Changed my life. All the little times that I was doing Wendy and stuff like that, they paid me, but they ain't paying me, pay me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Changed my life. So I feel like I paid my dues. I did mm-hmm. a lot of things. Like the reason why people request, because I'm really good at what I do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So basically, the Breakfast Club can't change your life. They can't change your life, or they need to pay so, you what you're worth. But, but, <laughs> first of all, I gotta sit here and look at this guy. So you never got paid for none of those classic verses? I got my publishing because I write okay, my okay. own my own material and yeah, I got yeah. my royalties. But like as a feature fee, no. Wow. And well, that's a lesson in that. And though. then all the way up and lean back were both my songs. Like mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. always say, mm-hmm. Fat Joe's record, but it's actually if you ever look, it's Fat Joe and Remy Ma. Like mm-hmm. it's not a feature. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and and I was okay with that. 
Yeah. I was okay with it. And I tried to explain to people all the time, like, everything is not about. So when they, when they was calling me about this, I was like, is this one of those situations where I should just do it? Fine. We'll talk about something to promote. Yes, yes. Take so please, everybody, don't forget to uh, check out Girl in the Closet, which is on, on Lifetime. Lifetime. March 11th at 8. At 8, 8 please. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Check us this out. amazing woman and, and all her talents. Are you going to tell them about your production thing and how you have all these movies that you're doing? I, I do have all these movies. Yeah, yeah, Thank no, the, you, Her Randy. own. <laughs> her own. Like she's yep, making yep. them. I'm, I'm behind the scenes, she hired too. Me. You know, yes, I did. <laughs> yes. We're doing another project together. And then Envy, I can't wait for people to see you. Uh, this season on um, on camera. Yes, it's my co-host. <laughs> yes, Carolina. Yes, yes. Back on chair. And, and, and yeah, we back. were so excited to have him. And let me tell you some of the gems he drops because people are like, "Why is he that?" You know, like mm-hmm. or whatever. This dude, like on some for real, like like relationship expert. Like he is the truth of how this can happen in your life what you should do well, he's got and experience he has experience yeah. in it mm-hmm. but that's the best place to speak from mm-hmm. right like life experience and the wisdom of all that and so everybody nah, really but not loves him gift one that show <laughs> 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 I play like it, but I really like it. We can't. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So yeah, uh, girl in the closet. Girl in the closet. All right. Time. Well, thank you guys. It's Tammy Roman. It's Remy Ma. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Portia Williams joining us. Hey. Yeah. And let's get to the rumors. This is the rumor report. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty chatty. Sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. On The Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. All right, y'all. All right. And we're going to talk about something that I want to talk about. All right. Oh, boy. So, what's that? Listen, so I love Married to Medicine. Okay. It is okay. a show on Bravo, if y'all are not. Uh, I haven't seen it. I've seen it on, but I haven't watched it. All right. So they're having a huge shakeup. First mm-hmm. of all, the cast was already bomb. Mm-hmm. But now, look at this, this shakeup is absolutely crazy. So Phaedra Parks mm-hmm. from the Royal Housewives of Atlanta. She's not on there currently, but she used to be. Right. She is going to be a Married to Medicine cast member. And two are leaving. Contessa is leaving. Okay. And so is Anila, who was a wife on that show as well. So is Phaedra married to a doctor? I don't know. She might be dating a doctor or something uh, like that. Okay. But um, it's a big get for their show because, I mean, it's Phaedra Park. She's the mm-hmm. Reed queen. And if you know anything, they get down real dirty on that show. Like, they say mm. anything out of their mouth. But they the don't doctors? have... doctors? Doctors! Yes. But okay. they don't have a reader. So my thing is, I feel like for them to get Phaedra, they had to fire two wives mm-hmm. because she cost. Oh, they got to pay for it. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Because the Housewives of Atlanta gets paid more than, you know, Married to Medicine. So, yeah, you got to let two go mm. to get Phaedra. Oh, what how the doctors feel about having the uh, significant others on this show, though? Because can't that reflect off them well, negatively? Well, the, the men on the show are lit, too. That's the crazy thing. Uh, you would think that they mm. would be all, you know, I don't want to film much. So they petty and messy and all that. Speaking of being petty and messy, so there was another woman who was on the show named Quad. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Quad, my girl. Her ex-husband mm-hmm. is newly married, or is he engaged? One of them. What is he? I think he's engaged or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his significant other is now going to be a cast member on the show, allegedly, which is crazy. So he was on the show one year with one person. With Quad, married Now he's on the show again with another person. Now he may be coming back on the show with his new wife, fiance, whatever. And I think that's absolutely crazy. Because for me, I had my ex-husband come back on the show. My ex came back on the show. 
But I be damned if you're going to come back on the show with a wife. Like, you're not about to do that. That's just too much. Well, I've made my way without you, ma'am. Oh, what? Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't need you to get up on this I show. I didn't need you this time. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I feel like the only thing about it is that Quad is bossed up. She lives mm -hmm. in a beautiful castle of a house. Okay. And I doubt her husband is going to be able to touch that. Her ex-husband is going to be able to touch that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I know y'all don't know much about this, no. but we ladies care. Mm -hmm. And this is a shakeup that we've been waiting on, all right? I believe you. So the next one is <laughs> y'all boy, Nick Cannon. Um, everybody's favorite baby daddy, I guess. Now, they had teased like a show that he was going to do with Kevin Hart called Who's Having My Baby? Check this out. You're on a game show right now. Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are coming to E! for the mother of all game shows. Having my baby with Nick Cannon! You got Pyro? You're gonna get some contestants that wanna have your baby. We're not kidding around. Meeny, meeny, money. Let's go. My baby with Nick Cannon, hosted by Kevin Hart. This spring, only on E. That's clearly not real, right? Uh, well. What's the debut date? April 1st? <laughs> Come on, Kevin, Nick. All right. Come on. I know those guys. All right. So apparently they were doing just that. They were trolling everybody. So mm. this went crazy yesterday. Everybody's like wondering if this is real or not. It's actually not. Okay. This was just like a sketch kind of teaser that they of put out there is. for a completely different show that they're actually going to have together. There are no details on the new show, but it will involve Nick Cannon mm -hmm. and Kevin Hart. And Nick and Kevin would never do nothing that trifling. That'd be a trifling ass show for all the folks that love to complain about what what some people call the negative portrayal of women on reality TV, boy, that would even the odds a lot, wouldn't it? What? <laughs> a yeah. Nick Cannon show looking for his next baby mama. Yeah, but he looking though. for him in be real funny. life. Be trifling. Be funny. Trifling and fun to watch. It'd be funny. Yeah, yeah it would. I mean, because it's a real life thing to him. I'm sure he got him lined up. <laughs> I'm just saying. How many does he have now? 12. He said 12. 12? 12 kids. 12 I don't know how many baby mamas, but 12 kids. I thought it was 10. No, it's 12. No, he said he snuck two in there. I think they come in doubles it now. <laughs> <laughs> they coming in twos. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Charlamagne, who you giving that dog to do? Man, four after the hour, man. Let's talk about somebody who absolutely positively hates love, man. There is a... Uh, a reception venue owner in Florida named Miguel Rodriguez Albusi. I probably got his last name wrong. I'm sure you did too. But we'll discuss what why he hates love for after the hour. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know one word can change everything? Zach Levi returns as Shazam in the new movie Shazam Fury of the Gods. This film is a must-see event with epic action and a whole lot of fun. March 17th, see Shazam, Fury of the Gods, only in theaters, rated PG-13. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Somebody bring me a little water, please. Sam, if you available. Somebody, please. Uh, donkey of the day. For Wednesday, March 8th, goes to Miguel Rodriguez Albisu from the great state of Florida. Now, what does your Uncle Shala always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today is no exception. See, Miguel Rodriguez Albisu hates love. 
All right, he despises Aww. love. He does, Portia. Thanks. He does not like seeing people happy, okay? This Miguel is not the type to adorn you. All right, he is absolutely, <laughs> positively what one would call the fun police. And a person who is a proud member of the fun police should not own any event venues. Thank you, sir. Especially reception halls. Everyone in this room, okay, is married. All right, Envy's married, Portia's yep. married, mm-hmm. I'm married. How important is the reception venue, Portia? When you're having a wedding? It's everything. When else would you have a reception portion? Uh, <laughs> after your death. Oh, huh? Yeah, when you die. I thought that was the repast. Not what? And it's at a reception hall. Okay, let's stay focused though. How it's- important is the reception <laughs> <laughs> after a wedding? It's very important. Mine mm-hmm. was very important. I had two. Mm. I had two. I was at St. Regis and at Four Seasons. Okay. And Jesus. I, yeah, yeah, we went in and it was it was everything. But I, if I knew. That the owner was bringing that energy of not having love, didn't love love, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have had it there. And mm-hmm. how important is the reception venue to you? Oh, super duper important. Yeah. 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 That's what we get down. The reception sometimes is more important than the actual wedding because there's people you didn't invite to the wedding that you may invite to the reception. The reception is Absolutely venue. Absolutely not. Really? No, because that's where the alcohol getting served and the food. That's where the money is. <laughs> In the seats. I definitely have I more people in my this. reception than the wedding. You did? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. damn. But because the reception is where you dance and you drink and you eat, it's the actual celebration of the wedding. And I'm sure there's mm-hmm. plenty of people who wish they skipped the ceremony and jumped right to the reception. Right? Let's get to the celebration, baby. Yeah. I you still got to say I do. You just yeah, kiss the bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And the covenant. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Well, well, Miguel is the owner of a reception venue called Celo Farms and Southwest Ranches. And in typical fun killer fashion, he decided that he didn't want anyone in his reception venue. But the problem is, this is probably a conclusion you should come to before people actually arrive to the venue for the reception. Let's go to ABC 10 News to uh, hear what happened, please. This is a mess. Off the top tonight, we begin with a wedding day shocker. Caught on camera, a couple's special day taking a very dangerous turn when an uninvited guest there shows up with a gun. (gasps) DJ tells us that man claimed to be the owner of the venue. And he was apparently trying to shut down the reception early. Instead, he ended up in handcuffs. The man in this yellow shirt is waving a gun at a newly married couple during their wedding reception at Cielo Farms in Southwest Ranches. Wedding guests became frantic as the man yells for everyone to get out as he waves a gun around. And I look up and there's a gun pointed at me. So at this point, I don't know what to think and I don't know what he's going to do. Jonathan Campo, the DJ and cousin of the bride, says this began when a owner of the venue tried kicking everyone out before the last song was over. Mm. According to jail <laughs> records, the gun-wielding man is Miguel Albisu. Albiso is facing nine counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. That would have made great TV, right, Portia? Oh, yeah, and he definitely would have had to shoot a couple of black folks, especially if it was Electra Slide. Like, we're not going to stop. You're going to have to shoot me off the dance floor because that's the, that's the main part of the reception. Right. Especially if I pay for it. Exactly. I, I ain't leaving tomorrow. My time is up. Baby, that's it. Well, who you think would have did something like that at your reception, Portia? What, a gun? Yeah. The person that comes to your reception with a gun was sleeping with the husband or the wife, period. Mm. Ain't nobody just coming in there with a gun. Mm. And this story really escalated quickly. You buried the lead on that. Like, damn. He came to shoot the people out of there? Can we get the name of this place? Uh, it's called uh, Celo Farms and Southwest Ranches. Listen, yeah, we, we in life, uh, we make choices. And getting married in Florida is a choice. Okay? And those choices Florida. come with consequences. All right? This right here is a consequence of getting married in Florida. Everything could go good. But then again, everything can end with you getting chased out your own reception at gunpoint. Now, it's very important to note that the bride rented the venue until 11.30 p.m. And this nut ass pulled his pistol out and ordered the event to be shut down by around 10.50. So he's already in breach of contract, 
Easy lawsuit, easy win. Not to mention, as you heard in the news report, he's been charged with nine counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. That has to be a typo. Without intent it's to kill? It's gotta be. Yes. Because anytime you pull a pistol out and point it at people, we should believe your intent is to kill. Even if that wasn't your intent. Because mm-hmm. what other intent is there? Yeah. Right? Why you got it out? Exactly. I'm sure they said maybe scare people. Put it pointing in the air. Yeah, but guns are weapons of mass destruction. He was actually pointing the gun at people. Yeah, he could have hit somebody on the head with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the type of reaction, as Portia said, I expect from someone uh, who is at a wedding and decides to enter the call when the pastor says, speak now mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. forever hold your peace. Amen. Right? You know, Miguel was indeed holding his peace. But, <laughs> you know, what were you against in this moment? Miguel? If you wanted them to leave, you couldn't wait until 1130. It was 10.50. All right. When you decided to potentially turn a reception into a repass, <laughs> what was the rush? It was but about to be over. This is why you got to have security. Like, yes. I had at your so wedding? much. What? I had so much security in my wedding. Like, mm. no, I was not playing around at all. You Did you not- invite everybody or even y- your nemesis on the show and all that? I, uh, well, one nemesis I didn't. But, yeah, I invited a lot Who of didn't people. didn't you invite? Um, uh, they're not necessarily my nemesis at this particular moment. But yeah. back then they were? Back then they were. I mean, I didn't necessarily extend it, invite. Because, okay, let me tell you something. We were talking about how important is the reception. Well, the ceremony is very important. Yes. My husband and I wanted to make sure that whoever was in that room, whoever mm-hmm. we made eye contact with, mm-hmm. that those were going to be our village people. Okay, true. So I didn't want anybody there, whether I, you know, if, if I hadn't talked to you in a year, then you're not going to come. And that gotcha. included some family members too. So no Kenya, there was no charade. Mm-hmm. Even though I like these girls, both of them are cool with me. It's just I didn't have it. Okay. Yeah, I ain't have it. Nene was there. Kim mm-hmm. was there. Candy was there. Mm-hmm. Full support. So, yeah, you know, just people who I'm connected to. Makes sense. Well, Miguel was not a village person. Mm-mm. Okay, so please give Miguel Rodriguez, Albisu, the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Yeah, he did. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. That's crazy. Portia thought Kenya would shoot up her reception. That's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> I did not say that. Yes, you did. We're not going viral. Who okay, said that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Good let's shot. open up the phone lines. Speaking uh, of marriage. <laughs> city girls up or what? Speaking of marriage. Maybe some city girls joints. You know I love me the city girls. It is International Women's Day. Uh, you know I love me some JT and Young Miami. Okay? Can we play something? Well, we got questions. Turn up a little bit. There we go. Now, what's the question you got? What that headline say, uh, Portia? All right, so the headline says, uh, Young Mommy explains, Yum Sim said it again. I drank this coffee. You said Young Mommy. (laughs) Young Miami. This coffee got my lips moving faster than my tongue. Young Miami explains why she doesn't want to get married despite Diddy wedding wedding hints. We have that audio? No, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married because I feel like men are not faithful. And if I can't marry, that means I'm giving my life away to you. So that means like, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And if I take everything personal, that's for one. So if I'm with you and you step out on me and you, you know, like I'm never going to forgive you. I might. I'm not going to forgive you. I would never forget. forget. And I just feel like if my husband cheated on me, I'm going to kill him. Damn it. Like, I'm going to bury you. For real. Because, like, now you embarrass me. I'm hurt. I'm never going to get out of the And, like, now I can never look at you the same. So, I know. Now, everything Young Miami is saying is valid except for the killing the part. The killing part, yeah. The killing you know part. What I'm saying? Wait, why is that the most valid thing she okay. said? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? You don't have to kill them just because they cheated. It's, 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 I 
think she means figuratively. Okay. But 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 f around and find out though. Like don't do that. <laughs> don't don't cheat on your wife. Like I'm gonna need you to be for real when you when you step across that. Well, when she says never forget, it made me think. Right. But what if the person you allegedly want to marry are all of these people that could potentially marry you never forget your city girl ways because her city girl ways have been broadcasted for everyone to see like what right? what part i mean it's one thing in the music you know you know you, i'll take your man that, yeah, 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 you know what i mean you you you're material girl you're mm-hmm. doing things for the money blah 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 but the peed on okay you're but really hung the up on, on that now, I'm I'm just pl- i played portia the whole clip portia never heard the clip right you right wanna, can we play that clip we got the clip the whole clip yeah oh, do we hear it say take a shot if you like go to showers i do are you everywhere? You like it? I just like you. You do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> Freak of the week. I'm going to be honest. I've never had a golden shower. I've given one. Oh, is that Ooh. the same thing as or? Yeah. They, well, they say that. I don't know. But I I don't had a golden shower and I like it. I'm all about trying new things. <gasps> it's fun. Yeah. Like, you know, when you drunk and you just. And they just all over your body? You just like, you know, your butt. And then y'all still have sex after? I'm glad we got Big P here this morning. Woo! Big P. Big P is here. So what how, you thought? How difficult is it for a city girl to get married if folks have a perception of you because of stuff like that? Big P. P, P. P is in Portia. Let's be very yeah, clear. P is in Portia. We're talking about PP. So let's just clear <laughs> right, that right. right on up first, okay? Um, well, wait, hold on. Before, let's, let's do this when we come back. 800. <laughs> 585 What is the question? How difficult is it for a city girl to get married when you know things like this about them? So erase the Carfax. I, I, you don't have to erase it. Some people might accept it. I'm just, I just want to know how difficult would it be for someone to marry a city girl. That's okay, we'll talk about it when we come back. P's going to be talking about P, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. And, and uh, happy International Women's Day. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, it's hard. Who won the world? We're celebrating all the ladies. We won this mother. It's The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Portia Williams, joining us. And we're talking, uh, what are we talking? We're talking city girls, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, the good sister, Young Miami, uh, she says she doesn't want to get married, you know, because men aren't faithful. Can we hear that clip, Brett? Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married because I feel like men are not faithful. And if I get married, that means I'm giving my life away to you. So that means like I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And if I take everything personal, that's for one. So if I'm with you and you step out on me and you, you know, like I'm never going to forgive you. I might, I'm not going to forgive you. I would never forget, forget. And I just feel like if my husband cheated on me, I'm going to kill him. Like, I'm going to bury you, for real. Because, like, now you embarrass me. I'm hurt. I'm never going to get over it. And, like, now I can never look at you the same. So, no. And it just made me wonder, because she said things like, you know, I'll never forget if a man cheated on me. But what if a man never forgets your city girl waist? You know what I mean? What if a man never forgets all the times he's heard you, you know, rap about wanting money for poom poom and other things? And I don't mind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, and... What if a man can't forget you saying you wanted to get peed on? So you don't mind, you don't mind it if if you weren't married and you were dating a woman that said I like I got peed on before dudes peed on me. Well, I'm grown. I know everybody has a past. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that I'm just saying. Have a I'm just saying. But that's, too- but that's the kind of man who would get married, though. I think yeah. you you see you thinking about a dude who still want to be in the streets. Okay. But by the time a dude gets ready to settle down, he's willing to clean up and make that ho. 
E into a housewife. He, <gasps> he don't he don't care. Okay. He don't care about that. Okay. It's the ones who are still out there who are like, oh, you know, I don't want you to be doing this. I'm worried about your past because they think she could still go back. But most men know that if you are treating a woman right, she will just open up to you like a flower. She will be faithful to you. She will become a woman. Most men, most husbands don't find wives because they're not husband material. If you prepare yourself and you are walking out at your door as a husband, you'll meet a wife. If you're a man to a woman, she'll woman up. But That's don't a city girl have to do that too, though? Doesn't a city girl have to prepare herself to be a city wife? It's, it's it's already in her. She's probably just having fun. I don't take I don't necessarily take Miami as a person who is saying she just wants to be out there because yeah. she's listen to what she's saying the other side. She says she's very sensitive. She carries everything on her heart. She carries her heart on her sleeve. Gotcha. And we already know that she has some type of possible open relationship with Diddy. But what she's saying is he must have or if he does lie to her about who he's sleeping with, then she's going to get mad. So she's cool if she is in on it. But if she's not, then she gets upset. On a scale of one to young Miami, what kind of city girl were you, Porsche? Me? I mean, young Miami, I don't know where she is. You seem to think that her being peed on mean this. Like, she's so extreme. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> no, I'm just saying, I know, I know that would be a lot for some men to accept is all I'm saying. Even for women, yeah. if you knew that your husband liked to get peed on and got peed on by a bunch of different girls and spoke about it, would you feel away? That he peed on them or no, they peed they on peed him? on him. Now, I don't want him getting peed on. See? It's the same. Why can't you accept him as a city saying? boy? Why can't you he's accept changed. a man getting peed on? He's not a, you know, you he's a city man see, now. You see what I'm saying now? Honestly, if that was a fetish of his, I would have a problem with that. That's me personally. Because you wouldn't talk to him. When you got to that point when you found out, you wouldn't even continue with the relationship. Because then if I pee before bed and I ain't got nothing left, you might leave in the morning and let somebody else pee on Damn. me. Like, I just don't. It's just too much. Why you don't believe in urine therapy? Urine therapy is no. good for you. It's like a miracle drug. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with Porsche. And it, somebody asked, running around talking I like to get peed on and then I'm dating them. I just wouldn't, it wouldn't feel the way. It would feel funny because I know every, I would think every time you have sex, treat, somebody peed on you. Urine yeah. can treat allergies, acne, heart problems, infections, <laughs> wounds, pink eye. To a golden that pink shower. eye thing is not true. It's absolutely you true. You don't know that's not true. What, you, come on, we from the South Porsche. give you pink eye? No, he, he says it, it kills pink, pink eye. eye. So if they get pink eye, they pee in their hand and but wipe it. But you got pink eye from a booty. So now y'all got two different areas involved. So this know, is too Now much. nobody can eat bunky? <laughs> huh? Why you can't eat bunky? So you wouldn't be with a girl who told you that she ate bunky? God dang. So, Yes. I no, would. no, no, Why? no! See now, that's just not gonna work. So that, well, I got. So you're proving if, my if, point. If a dude, if a if a dude tried to approach me before I got married, and he told me he would, he used to eat bunky. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna with you. If he ate your bunky, he ate some other bunky before. I'm sure. Not my bunky special. <laughs> like, this is a different bunky. This so you is think, your average you think bunky. This the first, you think that's the first bunky he ever? It, ate? It, yes, it was the first. That's what bunky. your husband told you. He African. <laughs> I know he eat Nigerian. Bunky. Okay. But what you know I'm eating saying, bunky was invented in Nigeria. That's absolutely not Google true. It. <laughs> Google, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> Google it. Google it. Cite your sources. Let's go to the phone lines, man. You are crazy. Here he go. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name's Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Good morning. What's your thoughts? Good morning. I'm on my way to my medical marijuana renewal appointment. I like that. Yes. I like that. Okay. <laughs> So I, I'm kind of upset by this topic because I feel like these girls are young girls living their lives, doing their thing, and because they're open and honest about it, when the time comes for them to look into marriage, men are going to judge them from their youth? Yes. Exactly. You know they are. That's how I feel. I don't know, I don't know why we acting like I, they wouldn't. 
I don't know. I've been married 24 years, and I was a hoe back in the day. Jeez. What kind of hoe? Okay. Let's talk. What kind of hoe? Now, what kind I, of hoe? I was now? young. I had fun. I did what I wanted to do. Did you get Because I was young no? and single. Did you get... It's okay for men to be young and single and do what they want to do. But it's interesting because you is... actually used the word hoe. You said I was a hoe back in the but day. But you're not worried about the hoe part. Ma'am, did you get peed on? That's right. <laughs> did you get peed I, I, on? What I was back in the day is what I was. Hold on. Big P is asking you no, a question about I'm pee. No, I'm married now. If my husband cheated on me now, I feel like she did. I want to kill him. What about the pee, though? Hold on. Portia got a question for you. Somebody <laughs> in here asked, 24 you, years. Somebody in here said, did you get peed on? Yeah, absolutely. Did you eat bunky? <laughs> Did I get what? Did you eat? Did you eat bunky? No, not not prior to marriage. Not prior. To, okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Portia said if you eat bunky, you're not eligible for marriage. Years, you know. Portia said if you eat bunky, you're not eligible for marriage. No, but you're <laughs> not. Okay, but look, you're not, when I was young, I, I'm 50 you, years old. Things are different. Hmm? I want to go back to her first I'm point. 50 years old. She has a great point, and I, I like what she's saying. What she's saying is that just because these girls are being open with their sexuality and where they are right now, right. still young, why are they being judged? By the time they get to our our big age and be ready to get married, right. everybody got a track record. I agree. You but nasty that's too, right. but you want to be settled down. But everybody's know? track record ain't public is all I'm saying. And, and, and sadly... It's and not right you, that they're being judged, but they will be. You should wish everybody's public was record. Everybody's record was public because the most quiet people running around here looking all sweet. These little girls who were in church or whatever like that. I agree. Them the ones that's really running them through. Those are one getting peed on, eating bunky. Oh my goodness. 800-585-1051. Can city girls get married? Can they get their Carfax deleted? The, fellas, do you mind? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Portia Williams, our guest host, is here. And we found out today if you have a past where it involves pee or eating bunky, Portia ain't messing with you. Nah, 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 nah. She, she, she kind of feel a way about the pee, but eating bunky is a no-go. Oh, absolutely no. She said you are not eligible for marriage if you've ever eaten bunky. Keep your lips to yourself. God dang, Portia. That ain't fair, man. No, it is. It is. It is. I think that's the same equivalent of pee. The front Everybody and the got back? different kinks. So you think the front and the back is the same? I'm just saying everybody got different things. The only thing is, right? Because well, you even wipe in different directions for that. So if whoa. you got to go in different directions, <laughs> yeah. it's two different things. Hello, who's this? Nicole from Tampa. Hey, Nicole from Tampa. Hi. Good morning. Hi. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. What's your thoughts, Mama? Um, I don't think it should be that difficult, honestly. Like, it's people portray. Like, people forgetting Lil' Kim and Trina found love. Trina's engaged right now. That's the era I come from. Trina not married? She engaged. But she engaged. Well, she engaged? Mm -hmm. Okay, 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 okay. So you like, it is what yeah. it is. That was their past. Lil' Kim not married either. And it was not. Right. I agree with you. I'm just saying that, you know, we do know that some of these things will be held against us. But you. let me tell you something old school. So mm -hmm. my mom always told me, don't be talking about your girlfriends in front of your man. Mm -hmm. Right? This is before I got married. So let's say I got a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And let's say one of my friends is good and nasty. Okay? Mm -hmm. She is the president of the, the, nasty, club. the nasty club. Right? <laughs> and, I go to my, and I go to my dude and I'm like, she's so nasty. She always let her boyfriend pee on her. You know, she likes to do the bunky thing. 
She said, that's the very girl who your man gonna double back and probably try to cheat with. Hey. Because you said you're talking about what's, what's nasty about her. That man could like that. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, talking yeah. about how nasty she kissed and how it's drool. Yeah. And he may like that. So these men like nasty girls. You said how much drool? Hello, who's this? What's up, man? The east side of what? Detroit. So what let up, me ask you, how difficult is it for a city girl to get married, bro? She gonna get married. Damn sure won't get married. They got a different ethic out here, and I'll marry her too. If I was single and old and down. Okay. So <laughs> you, you don't mind somebody getting peed on, eating boonkey? Nah, yeah, I'm going to pee all over. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, man. Hello? <laughs> hey, what's your name, mama? People are crazy. Asia Jones. Hey, Asia, Asia Jones. Morning. What's your thoughts, Asia? Oh, my thoughts. City girls need to change their entire perspective before they even think about getting married. Because men are vain as hell and require women to do a lot. To have children, to take care of the home, to take care of them, to be their mama, their doctor, their nurse, their cook. City girls don't do all that shit. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I know that guys have that perception. They have a perception of the city girl aura is what I'm saying. How about the fact? Right. So if they want it, they got to take it. But what about the fact that most guys think that when they get married, they're not going to have a lot of sex. So if you marry a city girl, you going to always, you got your very own freak mm -hmm. right there in the mm -hmm. house with well, you. Well, that's, mm -hmm. that's a benefit. Well, that is the uh, devil on your shoulder. Either you want one thing or the other. I think men are delusional because men want the freak, right? But they don't want they they don't want to think that their woman was ever a freak with anybody else. That is true. They want them to believe that she just learned all of this when she got with you. <laughs> See, but that, that's you the problem. That, but that's what I said. If you didn't know and you didn't hear her say it, you'd be okay with it. But when you hear her say it, I think most dudes will visualize every that's time it. in bed that somebody else is peeing. That's it. Or mad dudes and pee. That's it. I think y'all speaking from an insecure place. I You're think right. y'all are thinking that you would marry a city girl mm -hmm. and that she would still be creeping. That's no. not the case. No, but that's what you said too. You said if you knew a guy was eating butt, you wouldn't mess with him because you would think of him eating butt every time. No, I don't want to smell his mouth. They fingers stink. They mouth stink. Whoa. It's just a whole Whoa. nother. I don't want nothing. I can brush about my no teeth and wash my hands. Oh, so you're the bunky eater? Oh, I definitely eat bunky. Ah! And I'm married. What's wrong with eating bunky? Did I touch y'all today? What is you talking about? Why are you judging, Portia? This is crazy. Guys, that is nasty. That man's last name is Guabadia. I know he eat Guabadia. Guabadia. I know he eat Bunky with a last name like that. You ain't going to tell me otherwise. Ooh, y'all nasty up in here. He ain't did that yet? Give him a minute. I ain't going to win. He don't want to do it fast. He ain't going to win. He's still new. He's still acting like he ain't never did it before. I never did this to anybody. About four, about four five years in, he's going to be She'll be like, Right. <laughs> we got rumors on the way. What we talking about? Give us a little tease. Oh, I'm like thrown off. Okay, wait a minute. All right. So Deborah Lee is speaking out. She is telling her truth in all of it. She ain't holding nothing back. All right. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, our guest co-host, Portia Williams. I'm here. And let's get to the rumors. Let's go. All right. This is The Rumor Report. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatting uh, back. Sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. On The Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. All right, let's get into it. So former CEO of BET, Deborah Lee, is opening up. Um, and I can appreciate what she's saying. I love when women in power speak their truth and stand on it. So she is telling the story about an early affair that she had in her career and how it affected her. Take a listen to how it started. You know, I worked for Bob Johnson for 10 years before we had a personal romantic relationship mm-hmm. and he was a mentor and he, you know he's responsible for a lot of my success uh, we did have a, a relationship while we were both married we ended up both divorced and then people knew about the relationship it came and I wanted to break up I saw it wasn't a long-term relationship and it was like well if you want to break up with me then you can leave tomorrow and, and that was you know 20 years into my career at BET so I would have lost everything yeah. I would a loss, my ability maybe to get another job because if I couldn't get a reference mm-hmm. for the person I worked for for 20 years, how do I explain that? And uh, by that time, I was a single mother with two children. Damn. So she said if <clears throat> she left Bob, he was she would be fired from BT. Right. That's so, what Bob told her, right? Yes. Yeah, so they both Allegedly. they both were married. Wow. Um, started the affair. It became public. But what I want to make clear, I think some people are missing online, mm-hmm. is that she had been working with him closely for ten years. So she right. was mm-hmm. very accomplished by the time the affair Absolutely. started. And what happened after that? He decided, look, if you're gonna leave me, you gotta walk away from your position that you've worked so hard for. And so she definitely is expressing this now as a form mm-hmm. of harassment. Check Piece this of one power, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a tough time and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it because I didn't have female role models. There weren't a lot of women ahead of me. So it was a dark time and what saved me was therapy and eventually Bob left the company and I became CEO Uh, and I was CEO for 13 years without him being there and I was able a lot of success right and to live my dream and without you know any form of harassment. So I guess after Me Too and Time's Up I I wanted women to know there's other kind of harassment. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all a man coming to the door in a robe. I mean, those two individuals are, are media legends, man. Deborah Lee and Bob Johnson. You know, Deborah Lee helped mm-hmm. to make BT what it is today. You know, the fact that it was sold for that kind of money, what was it, $3 billion, $3 billion. back in the day, which made Bob Johnson, you know, America's first black billionaire. billionaire. She had mm-hmm. a lot a lot to do with that. So that's, that's heartbreaking to hear. But look how powerful it is that... She was inspired to write this book mm-hmm. and tell this story on the backs of 
um, the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. regular right. women who were speaking out influenced a woman of power like her to also share her story. Now she wants What's the name to, of the book? I want to read the book. Yeah, she's about to tell you why she wrote it, and mm-hmm. then we'll tell you the name of the book. People see me come out on stage once a year at the BT Awards, and I didn't like doing that. I also talk in a book about how I'm an introvert and pretty shy. But I came out so that our audience knew a, a black woman ran the network. And that was making a huge statement. And I still have young girls come up to me and say, you know, you're an example, Miss Lee, thank you. I have young black men come up to me sure. and say, Miss Lee, thank you for what you did for the culture. Mm-hmm. And it always warms my heart. So again, I wanted people to know my whole story, yeah. that it's not all glamorous. You think Bob Johnson will respond to any of this? He shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. He really shouldn't. I mean, there's two sides to the story. Well, but this is not his moment. And this is Mm -hmm. her POV. And I think we need to make it, we need to normalize people giving their story truthfully, even though she did name him, which most people don't. Mm -hmm. Even though she named him, let her speak her truth and let it sit there. Oh, that'll never happen. Not not when you, because if you're an individual, in his mind, if he says, okay, that's not true, he's definitely going to respond. Well, the the thing is, as a superior at a workplace, you're not allowed to, quote unquote, allowed to talk to anybody, mm-hmm. any of your employees. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but these guys are, these guys and women are triple OGs. You think they care about you know telling the truth? That at is this true. Point? Now. Like, yeah, what can I, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, they don't. How can it affect them now? Yeah, you right. wouldn't even think she had to. Now you asked what the name of the book is. It's mm-hmm. called I Am Deborah Lee, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are wondering, like, okay, this is something we probably didn't have to know. You could have gone ahead and taken this to the grave. It's our story, though. But I feel our like story, it yeah. is very empowering for her to tell this story because mm-hmm. you know nobody's perfect you right. know anybody could be judging her oh she was sleeping with someone who's married blah blah forget that you know she's a successful woman she pushed it to the side and she actually rose above it no matter what regardless absolutely of it. yeah right. and that's what happened when you open pandora's box too mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So right. here we have a beautiful story. Now today again is International Women's Day, and this is about we got to do that. We got to do it when we come back. Oh, we got to pay some bills. Top of the hour, we'll is... do that when we come back. Oh, I thought the bills were already paid. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, the People's Choice Mix is up next. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know one word can change everything? Zach Levi returns as Shazam in the new movie Shazam Fury of the Gods. This film is a must-see event with epic action and a whole lot of fun. March 17th, see Shazam Fury of the Gods only in theaters, rated PG-13. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Portia Williams, our guest host, is here. Now, you were saying something before I cut you up, before we had to pay some bills to get to the mix. What were you saying? Yeah, and how dare you interrupt International Women's Day announcement? I'm sorry. That's all I'm... Envy does is interrupt women. No, nope. I'm not stopping now. Stop Hold that. on now. That's your job. That's <laughs> what you do. might get ganged up on today, because we, we, we own it. I want to talk about Halle Bailey. I love her. That's my cousin. You're lying. No, for real. Like a six cousin. Like Halle like and cousin, 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 past cousins. Cousins, cousins. Now he wouldn't claim the blood, because she a mermaid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like them. They always come out the woodworks. <laughs> But she is our new mermaid in the animated series, which I cannot wait for my daughter to see. My little baby. It's not animated. Um, it's live action. Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. It's early in the morning. Okay, live action. <laughs> um, but she has a doll. They have a little mermaid doll now. Now listen to this little uh, video that she put out. Today, I have something really exciting to reveal to you all. I am gonna cry. This is the new Little Mermaid doll. I am literally choking up because this means so much to me and to have one 
that looks like me, that's my favorite Disney character, is very surreal. And look, she even has my mole. And the hair, and the tail, the bottom of it, they can be in the water. I'm just stunned, so I don't quite know what to do with it, but I'm gonna steal this and take it home and hide it forever. <laughs> oh, that's too cute. I gotta get that. I think this is so special. Representation does matter, Absolutely. all right? And, you know, I'm raising a little black girl. And, of course, you know, I grew up on the regular, you know, a little, little white mermaid, which was fine. It's mm -hmm. all great. But it is beautiful to be able to see one with dreadlocks and the doll matches her. It's Absolutely. just great to spread it amongst. All my daughters ask, why isn't this doll brown? Because they're so used to their brown dolls. Yeah. And like they're so used to seeing brown representation on TV because mm -hmm. that's what they watch. That's what right. my wife, you know, uh, not make them watch but that's mm -hmm. what we turn on yep. yeah. so it's like when they don't see a brown dog they wonder like why isn't this dog brown why is right. it this dog? Oh, every time wow yeah, well, and that's how it is in my house, too. Well, mm -hmm. she actually has all kind of dolls, but I definitely have books that talk about her hair. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had to deal with that the other day. Uh, my daughter, I normally put extensions in her hair when she wears braids. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, like, maintain the moisture in her scalp, so I mm -hmm. took the hair out. And when she looked at it, she was looking like, I want the longer braids. And I was like, uh, let's go read your book about hair. Uh, mm -hmm. And I read her the book, and it talked about different textures of hair, etc. Because you always want to reinforce the natural beauty that they That's have right. so again representation does matter and i appreciate um them for making this doll mm -hmm. and making it such a big big thing and if you mad stay mad you got a four right yeah she's four she'll let, be for march 22nd you should let her watch tab time on tab youtube time. with tabitha oh, brown yes, I love oh her. man the little girls love tab time okay i definitely will i definitely will. so who's doing the babysitter while you're here um, I got it done before I left. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, I got cool. it done before I left. Because daddy don't know how to do no hair, does he? Daddy doesn't know how to do her hair, but daddy is big on her hair being done. Okay. Yeah, he I try. Does. I, I, I do the ponytail, but it's just all over the place. It's to the right, it's to the left. My kids But do. you try. I try. And that's so cute. I, I try. If you video, you'll get a million likes. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Portia Williams is here. It's time for a positive note. Yes, but first I want to tell y'all, man, make sure you go get your tickets for the Black Effect Podcast Festival happening April 22nd in ATL, Atlanta, yes. at Pullman Yards. It's a day of music and food. You can come see some of your favorite podcasts like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, uh, Reasonably Shady, um, Checking In with Michelle Williams, the Big Facts Podcast, and a host of others. And it's all hosted by myself and Jeff Hilarious Official, man. So make sure uh, you check us out April 22nd, Pullman Yards in Atlanta go to Ticketmaster or wherever you buy tickets and go to blackeffect.com for more info what you got Porsche over got there Portia what that hey. is the other day it was bed sheets. Now what's this, Portia? Well, today, y'all know I have another company. And okay. it, it's, you know, International Women's Day. Let's celebrate my black business okay. Okay, as a woman. GoNakedHair.com. Mm -hmm. We are coming out with flat irons. And so I have brought them for your wives. Oh, wow. And for now, our female staff here. We have a this lot of female good. staff oh. here. So I have brought some for them as well. Portia, I'm going to tell you something. And they're professional grade. There's people that bring them. gifts in here. But you done bought some good ass yeah, gifts. You, 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 you bought sheets and flat irons. I got four daughters. 
Oh, so I need to give you more. Little princess. I got four daughters too, so this is perfect. And bed sheets, you done gave us some stuff that we can use. Thank you, Portia. I got you. Go ahead, Portia. So I'm going to actually ship y'all more Go Naked Hair Flat Irons for your daughters. For your wife and your daughters. And it gets up to 480 degrees Fahrenheit? Absolutely. God damn. What that mean? I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means either. That's going to burn That's going to burn some necks. That's going to burn the back of some necks. You're going to have to blow that while you pull it down. Man. You got to blow that while you come down. Man. Jesus. But enjoy it. Thank, Thank y'all you. For, I'm glad to How be How can people here with get y'all. this? How can people buy this if they want to order this? You just go to gonakedhair.com and we also have Instagram, Go Naked Hair. It's not on the website yet, but I'm premiering it today on the Breakfast Club. So I'm hey. very, very excited. Has an LCD it. display? Yes. It is. It's very luxurious. It's easy and touch. Yes. I'm tripping that to get up to 480 degrees. An eight Fahrenheit. foot tangle free cord. You don't even know what that means. What I, know, that mean? I know exactly what, what that means. Mean? That means it gets hot. Thank you. And it got the auto off safety features. That's so it. if it gets too hot, hey, but I got an eight foot cord yep. too. So it got a long cord. You ain't got a little short cord. Wow. <laughs> I love y'all so much. All right. Well, make sure you go get it again. It is gold naked hair. And uh, you got a positive note. Yes, uh, the positive note is this, man. Growth is scary. Healing is hard. It means giving up decades of a personal mindset that was inherited for generations. But refusing to make the necessary changes, this means you're going to live a lifetime of pain. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 